Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Going into our Easter season, Resurrection season, Resurrection Sunday. This is a great season for things that you thought was dead. He can bring it back to life. This is the best season for dead hopes, dead dreams, dead relationships, dead families. This is the best season for dead things. But this is when God brings those things back to life. Aren't you glad you serve a resurrecting king? He's not just resurrected, but he's resurrecting things in our lives. So I want to prepare for that season. We're also going to be celebrating five years. Live church. Easter Sunday will be our Easter anniversary. Make some noise, live! You know what I'm saying? Super, super, super duper excited about it and all that God is doing here at Live Church. I love it. I love what he's rebuilding here at Live. We're in a stage of rebuilding, in a stage of transition, and I love what God is doing in the guts of Live. It's not about the hype, it's about the heart. It was at the Holy Land. It was beautiful. Thank God for all that he did, but what he's doing right now, whoo, it's going to be, yeah, thank you for that clap, Caleb. Thank you for that. Anybody excited about what God is doing right now? Remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing, and God is doing a new thing with us. Uh, since February and all throughout March, we've been talking about heavy love, and it kind of grew, and it's expanding to this jungle love, jungle, whatever we're doing right now. So I'm going to try to conclude that today. We're going to make these courses from here on out, and you'll hear about that as we make those courses available, as I think it is essential for the human soul uh, to acknowledge. Uh, so I, I want to start with this scripture that I always start with. Father, your word is already blessed. I thank you for a yoke-destroying anointing today. We ask for a yoke-destroying anointing today. In the name of Jesus, may every burden be lifted. May every yoke be destroyed because of your anointing. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Philippians 4.19 says, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches. You can keep playing for a second, Joe. According to his riches in glory. Everybody say, all my needs are supplied in Christ. Okay, uh, the ICB version says, it says, my God will use his wonderful riches in Christ Jesus to give you everything you need. My God will use all of his wonderful riches in Christ to give you everything you need. So everything you need is in Christ. What does that mean? What does it mean for all of my needs to be in Christ? Well, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way. So when he says, I, I, I'll give you everything you need in Christ, he says, I'll give you everything you need in this way. Thank you, Joe. So when it says that in Christ or doing it, it, it through Christ, it means God's way. Christ literally means God's way because what Christ did was just walk out God's way. He lived what God was saying. <laughs> See, 
God, that's why Jesus is the word of God. Oh, are y'all, are y'all with me? Is this too deep? Jesus is literally living flesh. He is the word of God. God says, love your neighbor. Jesus comes down and say, like this. Uh, uh, Jesus is how you walk it out. Look at somebody say, walk it out. When you in Florida, you got to say, at, not out. Walk it out. Yeah, you just, Jesus is God. Jesus is God saying, this is how you walk it out. I'm from Florida now. I got to start saying at and not out. You know what I'm saying? Jersey, walk it out. No, walk it at. I got it. I'm getting it. Just give me a little minute. <laughs> so everything God tells us to do, Jesus is the example of it. Be, love is patient. You see Jesus being patient. Love is long-suffering. You see him getting slapped and not responding. I knew it would get quiet on that. So when it says all of your needs are in Christ, He's saying if you do things God's way, you'll have everything you need. I'm going to stay in the jacket. I'm going to stay in the jacket. I'm going to stay in. 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 If you do it God's way, you will have everything you need. If we lack, we're outside of what he said. If there is lack in our lives... We are outside of what he said. Because when we do things God's way, somebody say, I got everything I need. Woo! If I don't got a car right now, but I'm in Christ, I don't need a car. (laughs) I need transportation, and he supplies that need. Stop making your wants a need. Because you can sit here today, well, I don't got everything I need. Because you have put your needs in the category of wants. You might want more. You might want other things. But that in Christ, he'll teach you how to be content. Are y'all still with me this morning, Liv? So in Christ, in other words, doing things God's way gets all of my needs supplied. I'm going to, somebody say, I'm going to do it God's way. One more time, say, I'm going to do it God's way. Love thy neighbor as thyself. I'm going to end this love thing, I guess. It's hard to do it, but I can't do it because everything we do and say needs to be done out of the fountain of love. My wife's therapist was talking to her well, when she went to her retreat and it's a scripture that uh, in Ezekiel I believe where he went into a pond and the, he went to the river and the river was first ankle deep and then it was knee deep and then it was waist deep and then it was shoulder deep and then he was totally submerged in the river totally moved by the river's currents and her therapist was telling her That's the river of love. Don't respond when it's ankle deep. You still got all this anger. Don't respond when it's knee deep. You're still offended. Don't respond when it's waist deep. You're still confused. Don't respond when when you're swimming in the river of love. That's when you address your issues, address your problem, address the offense. Look at your neighbor and say, swim in it, swim in it. Yeah, some of y'all kicking it around your ankles and you're still respond. I got love. It's not enough love to respond to that, though. You might got love, but it ain't enough love to respond to that offense. Some of us got to wait till you're swimming in it, till you're controlled by the waves. I need to be controlled by the waves of love. 
Because the way I want to handle it, you know what I'm saying? Somebody say swim in it. Love the Lord God with all your heart, all your affections. Prioritize him. All your strength, all your might, all your soul, all your mind. That's a whole lot. That means literally all your being, love the Lord God and love your neighbor as thyself. Because God supplies needs sometimes through people. And if I don't learn to love people, I cannot be the funnel God uses to give somebody else what they need. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So once we understand this, even as parents, we got to learn to just love, not just your children, not just your family. It just says love, right? Love anybody. Love everybody because you never, that's why it says love your neighbor. That insinuates anyone near you. Anyone near you is now your neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, I love you. I love you. Other side, say, I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> you do not have to know them to love them. To love them is to wish the, the best for them. I, I, I wish the best for you, and I don't have to know you to hope that your life is well with you. You could be a stranger at Wawa, and I pray that God gives you a safe ride home. You could be a stranger at Starbucks, and I hope in my heart that that drink don't choke. You don't choke on the drink. I just hope that you. I don't got to know you to love you. Now, there are levels to love. But the level of love that God is speaking of, you don't have to have knowledge of the person. They just have to be a person, and you got to see them as a child of God. Woo! Have y'all ever, I don't know how to say that, blended families. So now you got to come into a stepsister or a stepbrother. I don't really know you, but I got to love you because we got the same daddy. Uh Uh-oh. Thank you for being here, Tim. Come next week. Please come next week. I don't know you yet, but I choose to accept you and love you because we got the same daddy and we're under the same roof. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Everybody you see, ratchet or righteous, belongs to the Lord. And that's a level of love you can love them on. Just the fact that they belong to the same father you got. And when you have well wishes for them, you can be available to supply a need if necessary. Your, your basic resolve that I love humans or I just love, period, if you got that resolve in your heart, you have now made yourself available to be used by God at any moment to supply anybody's need. Starting with your home. We need to move from tolerating our house to loving our house. From just tolerating the people in our homes to really loving them and accepting them. Because if we do not do that, they will leave the house with unmet needs. We've been talking about unmet needs the past three or four weeks, and I'm going to try to conclude it here and make the rest courses because I think it's necessary. It ain't really shout-worthy. You don't really... You know what I mean? You don't really do that, John, with it. (laughs) But once we understand what our our unmet needs are, 
we are, li- we are less likely to be used by people. When you understand what your unmet needs are. So if your unmet need as a child, your parents didn't meet your need of affection. Right? If you understand that that's an unmet need, somebody giving you affection can't use you. Or if attention, your parents didn't give you attention. Now any joke will give you attention and you t- <laughs> they can use you. You're too open. But when you understand, oh, that's an unmet need, God, how are you going to supply it? (laughs) Okay, let's talk about it. And we can recognize if we are the problem in the situation. Because you can discipline your kid harshly out of an unmet need based on fear. I don't want them to be like that. So you're beating them out of fear, not of love. Okay, I got too deep, too quick. You're in relationships and you're trying to control the relationship out of fear of an unmet need and not out of love. So you got a friend for a minute, but then y'all ain't friends no more. You got a boo thing for a minute, but y'all ain't boo things no more. You had a, you had a connection for a minute, but the connection was based on unmet needs, not love. Unmet needs comes out of the fountain of fear. Fear, fear, fear. Here are some basic needs. I'm going to get out of here. This is so serious because many don't understand that we function from that. From the ages of zero to about 12, I guess, you should have all of your basic needs met. From the ages of zero to 12. Really zero to five, but zero to 12, some studies show. And if these basic needs aren't met, and I'm not talking about Holy Ghost. I'm not talking about prayer. Prayer is a basic spiritual need. I mean, human need. If God didn't exist, you would need this. <laughs> well, because he exists, we do need Okay, anyway, because he knows everything. Okay, anyway, scratch that. Here, <laughs> thank you. Here are some basic needs that we all need. Somebody say, I'm going to give you ten. Can y'all handle it? Ten. I'm not going to explain them all, I don't think, but I'm just going to just go through it. Here's the first basic need. Are y'all ready? Say acceptance. Acceptance. If you are not accepted as a child, what I mean by accepted is if you make a a, a mistake or if you get an F on a test or if you are uh, uh, embarrassed the family or whatever, if your parents shame you, I can't believe you did that. How could you do that? That, uh, You now you, you, you should be accepted no matter what you do or what you've done. It should be, all right, son, I understand, I understand. It should be, I understand why, I understand you did that, I understand that you did that, but that's not right. We do it this way. So saying I understand and getting into their world is a form of acceptance. But the parents are so embarrassed that they strike the child before they accept what they did. You understand what I mean? You're in a mall or you're in a public and your child embarrasses you, so your pride rises up as a parent like, I can't let that be spoken of the trivets. That's going to mean I'm a bad mother. This is going to look like I'm a bad father. So now the moment is about you. So you can't accept the fact that your child did that or does that. When they should have acceptance first. Now acceptance don't mean agreeance. Just because I accept you don't mean I agree. But I accept you first as a gesture of my love. 
Look at your neighbor and say, hear me out. At least hear me out. When you hear your child out, that's a form of acceptance and attention. And let me not preach everything. I'm sorry. So now, <laughs> you get an F on your test. You're, I used to get beatings for Fs on my test. Y'all did? Who else? Who else? Who else? Okay. My mom would tear me up. Ain't much back there now because of all the beatings. I said, Mom, maybe the teacher didn't teach me good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it could not be said of the tributes that we were failing in school because my parents were the pastors. So you're the PK, not an individual. You're not Ty, you're pastor's kid. So that trauma right there that I had to experience, it made me performance-based. So now I'm only accepted when I perform to your level. So now every day I got anxiety trying to please mom and trying to please dad, which causes trauma. Because naturally as a child, I'm going to jack up. Naturally as a child, I'm going to get it wrong. If I don't have a parent, if we don't have parents that accept you how you are, you develop performance-based personalities, workaholic mentality, poor self-image, insecurity, defensiveness, and feelings of rejection. Good God Almighty. It's going to get deep, but it's going to get good. The next one is affection. You need affection. They said a, a child between the ages of zero and five years old need at least eight to ten unsolicited touches a day. Not manipulative, molest, molesting touches. Not sexual, perverted touches. But hey, son, you good? You good? Yeah, I'm doing good, dad. Just rub his back a little bit. All right, cool. And he'll run him. You need eight to ten touches a day between the ages of zero and five. Not, go sit down. Go sit down. Not that. But because the parents want to chill, the kids get on our nerves as if they had you. The kids ain't had the parents. The parents had the kids. Just to solve the basic need of affection, they need about eight to ten unsolicited, un uninvasive touches a day. And I learned this with my dogs. I, I'm not comparing my kids to my dogs, but my dogs will teach you a lesson. That's nature right there. That's nature. My dog would run up to me, <laughs> all on me. I'd be like, oh, get off my leg, get off. Then I'd be like, hey, favor, how you doing, buddy? You good? I love you. You know I love you. And as soon as I do that for about 10 seconds, he run off and he's gone. He ain't got to be all up under you all day. I just, you, you still love me, right? Cool. <laughs> we still good, right? Okay, cool. Kids need that touch. They need to touch base. <laughs> and that'll give them freedom. To be, you think giving them a lot of affection will make them uh, 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 tied to you? It won't. I'll, I'll talk about that later. Lack of affection makes you restless, aloof, distant, uncomfortable being close to people, neediness, flirtatious behavior, inappropriate behavior with the opposite sex. These are all stem from lack of the basic need of affection. So if they flirting with you all night, it don't mean they like you. They might just didn't get a hug from their daddy. So, so don't think you that cute. I mean, you, you look good. But a lot of people function out of unmet needs. 
And then when, that, and then when God fulfills that need, they'll look at you like, what you doing in my life? What you mean when you was flirting with me at the club? Yeah, but God doesn't supply that need, so what do you? <laughs> Lose my number, please. I'm fulfilled. Anybody had to have those conversations? God done filled that void. You can't take advantage of me no more. I'm sorry. I'm screaming too much, but I'm excited. <laughs> Attention. Attention is a basic need. Attention is the parent coming into your world. When the parent comes into the child's world, that's, that meets the basic need of attention. Go into their world. Now, I ain't say stay there, but just know where they live. Mom, you know, mom, mom, I was thinking when, when, I, when we, if we went to the movies, right? We, boys, be quiet. We ain't going to the movies. We're going to the mall. Come on. He probably didn't even want to go to the movies, but just come into my world. If they talk too much, they're crying for attention. Never mind. Okay. You, you feel me? And lack of attention makes them promiscuous, boisterous, poor self-image, feeling worthless, overly concerned with appearance, and performance-based personality. Let me keep it moving. Affirmation. Another one. Affirmation. Affirmation is the formal statement acknowledging that you are significant. Affirmation is you telling the child how significant they are, how wonderful they are, how amazing they are before they do anything. Jesus didn't do anything and God said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. He ain't even do nothing yet. Yeah, but he mine. And just because you're mine, you're valuable. Your kids need to know that. Just because you mine, you're valuable. Just because you're mine, you're significant. Just because that's affirmation. They need to know that they're significant and valued. Lack of affirmation breeds the need of approval, performance-based attitude, workaholic, lack of confidence, confused and fearful. Well, you don't have affirmation. I know this is like a class, y'all. Just sit and listen then for a minute. A basic need is security. They need to know that their physical and emotional needs are met. Security. 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 I'm safe in my house, and I'm safe expressing my feelings. All right. There's going to be classes. Uh, disharmony between the parents. I mean, harmony between the parents help the kids feel secure as well. Lack of develops unbelief. Fear, insecurity, of course, worry, and control. So people who don't have security in their life are controlling. It's a lack of the basic need of security, where I know I'm good. If you don't know you're good, you'll try to control everything to feel good. Oh, man, this is too much for y'all. We talked about encouragement. Another basic need is encouragement. And encouragement is not validation. Validation is you did good on that. Good job, Jimmy. You came in number one. That's, we think that's encouragement. That's validation. Encouragement is the atmosphere of freedom and acceptance, liberating the child and encouraging them to do and be anything. 
Encouragement is just an it's just an atmosphere. There's no strife around the house. It's not arguing all the time. It's easy and light. It's joyful, and the child is naturally in those waters. They're naturally engaged. They're naturally inspired to do and be anything. They got the freedom to think and be creative. When I'm not worried and stressed and anxious, whether I'm pleasing somebody or whether I'm going to get knocked upside the head or whether something outside is going, when I'm not fearful like that, I'm free to be. Give your children that, give your kids that gift. Comfort. Comfort is a basic need. How do I do this? This need is met when, when a child is held in their parents' arms. And as we get older, we are comforted by just knowing someone is with us. That's why the Holy Ghost is called. Jesus said, I got to go so the comforter can come. He understands the basic need of knowing somebody's with you. Yea, though I walk, good God, through the valley of the shadow of death. But I'm not going to fear because I got a comforter with me. He's with, somebody say Emmanuel. Somebody say Emmanuel. That means God with us. He'll never leave us. I feel good. Woo, nor forsake us. Comfort is a basic need. The need is to be, watch this, this need is to be comforted at a difficult time and not corrected or instructed. So not just corrected or instructed, but comforted first. Understanding first. And all that getting, get understanding before you correct. Get, get, are y'all understand what I'm saying? Ask your kids questions even though you know the answer. Why you hide the cookie? You know they heard it because they know they was wrong. Or they, but don't just correct. Understand that gives them comfort and safety first. Communi that teaches them how to communicate. Oh, that's why there's going to be a class. Okay, I'm sorry. You have to learn to communicate. There's three ways to communicate. I was going to use this in L&L, &L, and I still can because it's just communication. Three ways the Lord showed me that you are to communicate, all right? Communicate with, communicate to, and communicate for. Communicate with. What's going on? Okay. Dialogue. 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 Okay, that's communicate with. Communicate to is like to declare. My children are fearfully and wonderfully made. When you communicate to the child that's acting crazy, you declare the word of God over their life. If they're sick, he's healed by his stripes in the name of Jesus. That's communicating to. And communicating for is interceding. Lord. Help my crazy husband. Lord, help my crazy wife. Lord, help my crazy kids. Matter of fact, let me stop calling them crazy. Lord, help my family. That's communicating for them. So those are three ways to communicate to people who you love. Communicate with them to get understanding, to them to declare God's desire over their lives, and for them, intercede on their behalf, and God will give you a soft heart concerning them. When you pray for people that irritate you, God gives you the correct heart towards them. I, I'm, about to, I'm about to say that again. You, you understand what I'm saying? Most people that get on our nerves, we don't pray for them. Because we think they need the prayer outside. They just need somebody else to pray for them. But because you're irritated with them, God might have given you a holy indignation because you might be what they need. Most things you are irritated with, you're called to change. 
Most things that aggravate you, you are called to be the difference in it. I was never going to church again because I hated the church system. I hated religion. I hated the protocol. But God said, you're just upset because I'm calling you to make a difference. I'm calling you to, ah, you're going to pastor a different way. You're going to preach another way. You're going to lead another way. Don't be so frustrated. Pray for it. And I'll give you the strategy to heal it. I need y'all to give God praise right now. Give him praise right now. Give God praise because he's the answer. Give him praise because he's the healer. Give him praise because he supplies every need. Stop just being irritated. Stop just being irked and angry and frustrated. Frustration and irritation is a sign of strength in the jungle. Because everybody knows you don't play. I don't play. That's weakness in the kingdom. Strength in the jungle is weakness in the kingdom. Being tough, mad, irritated, and frustrated all day, every day is not a sign that you're right and everything else is just jacked up. You always frustrated, you always irritated, you always aggravated. That's the enemy keeping you from freedom. Pray for who gets on your nerves. It's going to get quieter and quieter, so y'all might as well go ahead. Pray for who gets on your nerves. Pray for the things that frustrate you. Politics, presidents, supervisors, everything you, whatever. Whoever's lives matter this week, that get on your nerves, pray. Will Smith, pray. Chris Rock, pray for his jaw, please. seriously though how are we the children of God how are we the salt of the earth and make no difference in any environment we go to we go to environments or we're exposed to things we don't enjoy and we get irked and irritated like anybody in the street do that irritation should prompt you to pray immediately so I can settle me so I don't respond out of this level y'all I gotta get me together first and then he'll give me wisdom on what I'm really seeing. Because what I'm seeing might be an unmet need. Because you got unmet needs too. And you don't do everything right either. And somebody might suck their teeth when you walk in the room too. I know you're surprised at that. You can't imagine that. Somebody shout hallelujah. Woo! All right, let me get y'all out of here. The lack of comfort will breathe the inability to comfort others. Feeling of being alone and empty. If you're not comforted, you'll have a lack of emotions and feelings of defeat. You feel like you need to fix people. This is what the studies say. If you ain't got comfort when you, as a basic need, now you feel like you need to fix everybody else. And you don't even have your basic need met. Somebody say, fix me first, God. Where are my humble people in here? Let's be real. Say, fix me first. I 
I can see what their problem is, and that's still a problem. But before I address that, somebody say, fix me first. If you can only clearly see someone else's problem and not your own, you're not seeing clearly. If you can only see what's wrong with somebody else but nothing with you, you're not seeing clearly. Matter of fact, the Bible says, are you with me? (laughs) Before you take the speck out of your neighbor's eye, get the plank out of your own eye. Maybe God's showing you something wrong with somebody else so you can address the thing that's wrong with you. Man, they ain't coming back next week. I'm not preaching this next week. It's going to be more joyful, okay? We got to know this. Especially as believers and children of God. Hallelujah. Okay, so when you don't have that, you feel the need to fix people and situations. And you have compulsive or excessive behavior or addictions. Most addictions come from the unmet need of comfort. So trauma hits my life. I don't have no comfort. I'm turning to that bottle. I'm turning to that drug of choice. Whether it's sex, drugs, or rock and roll. We become addicted out of the unmet need of comfort. Parents, is it possible you could possibly shield your child from future addictions by giving them comfort today? If your kid is here and not at the other church, hug them right now. Just hug them and embrace them. And just, matter of fact, everybody, just hug your neighbor. Let comfort fill the room. I got you. Just say, I got you. I got you. I'm here for you. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> he, that was a hug. That was a hug. <laughs> Come on, man. Let them feel comforted. Because if they ain't got nobody else, they're going to go to something. And the devil like, I'm available. See, he let you down. But look at me. See, they let you down, but look at me. I got you. Go ahead and take a little sip of this. Go ahead and take a little shot of this. Come on in here. Because he comes to kill, steal, and destroy your future, destroy your destiny, destroy your purpose, destroy your giftings. He does it through seeping in the cracks of unmet needs. Oh, this is strong today. This is strong. If these needs are not met, we are now open to other suggestions, which the enemy is full of. Y'all remember the enemy at the tree, right? Hey, Eve, why don't you eat of this tree? That's a suggestion. Here's Jesus in the garden. He's hungry. Hey, Jesus, why don't you start turn these stones into bread? He's the great suggester, ain't he? So if we don't have these needs met, he has a suggestion for you. And we get hooked on what he suggested, and we get bound and can't get out. But today, we declare freedom and a yoke-destroying anointing anointing in the name of Jesus. Somebody just scream, I am free. Shock your system and say, I am free. Shock your old mind and say, I am free. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I feel freedom in the room. I said, I feel freedom rising in the room. I feel freedom rising in the room. Perfect love cast out all fear. You are loved. You are accepted. You are God's begotten child. 
The devil is a liar, man. And we believe the lies and we become bound. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares. I'm not good enough. I'm not as good as them. Because we don't have these basic needs met, we believe all of those lies and more. I'll never be like them. I'll never be as good as them. And we just believe the lie and settle for that level. But God is raising us up this morning. Anybody ready to be taken up to another level? I'm going higher. If I got to go by myself, I'm going higher this morning. I said, if I got to go alone, I'm going higher. Woo. Clap your hands and say, I'm going up. I'm going up. I feel encouragement right here. Let's fill the atmosphere with encouragement. I'm going up. I'm going higher. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The devil is a liar. God is exalted. Jesus Christ is Lord. Woo! Hallelujah. 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 I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Give God praise if you believe that all of your needs are met in Christ. I don't have to feel it. I don't have to see it. But I believe all my needs are met when all of your needs are met every door is closed to the enemy when all your needs are met you have security against the enemy clap your hands and say all my needs are supplied in Christ if you have an unmet need in here you can be open to the enemy and we don't even realize it because culture is the answer to a whole lot of unmet needs culture and the way the world goes they have a response you can keep playing joe that's beautiful to a whole lot of unmet needs but god said i'm gonna stop right there god says i'm your comforter he says i am your comforter you do not need to lack the basic needs because i am your comforter let me read this really quick the bible says security security is a real basic need as well i don't think i said that he says the name of the lord is a strong tower. The righteous run up into it and they are safe. Somebody just say, I am safe. Y'all don't sound too confident to me. Somebody say, I am safe. If you got the name of the Lord over your life, scream it one more time. Say, I am safe. Woo! There's safety in God. There's a Bible verse that says, He that dwelleth. In the secret place, I'm about to read Psalms 91, of the Most High shall abide under the shadow oh, of the Almighty. Somebody say, I am safe. I will say of the Lord, He is my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Somebody say, I am safe. Say it again, I am safe. For he will rescue you from every trap and he will protect you from deadly disease. Say, I am safe. I'm going to keep on reading. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor of protection. Say, I am safe. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrows that flies by day. Do not dread the diseases that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. A thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at the other. But, but, 
it will not come nigh you. Ah, somebody say, I'm sad. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go this is the promise of the Lord somebody say I am saved I'm not done I'm not done I'm not done I'm still in Psalms 91 it's verse 12 he will order his angels to protect you they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on the stone you will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. I need somebody to get to stumping. Get to stumping. That's where the devil is. Stump him. That's where the enemy is. Stump him. That's where your problem is. Crush him. Crush him. Crush him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody crush the enemy. Just stomp your feet. That's where he is. When I dance, I'm crushing the enemy. When I shout, I'm crushing him. When I dance, I'm smashing him. When I shout, ay 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 Y'all not crushing him. Stomp your feet. He's under my feet. He's under my feet. Under my feet. Under my feet. Where is he? He's under my feet. What? He's under my feet. He's under my feet. He's under my feet. Yeah. He's under my feet. Yeah. He's under my feet. Yeah. He's under my feet. 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 Where's the devil? Where's your problem? Where's the enemy? Crush him, crush him. Crush him, crush him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody stop, stop. 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 That's where he is. That's where he is. Crush the devil. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust me. I will rescue those who love me. Yeah! I got victory. I got victory. Yeah, my day. I dance with Christ Satan under, under my feet. And I declare, I got victory. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. Somebody call the name of Jesus. Jesus. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. And I will reward them with long life. You will live and not die you shall live i die yeah. 
I'm communicating to you right now. You shall live and not die. You're going to make it through this. You're going to get through the storm. You're going to get through the rain. You're going to get through the fire. You're going to get through the trouble. You're going to get through the pain. If you believe it, shout! The Lord is with us. Emmanuel. God is with us. Celebrate like the enemy can't touch you. Praise God. Like the devil can't touch you. Pride. I need y'all. Yeah. Ah. In times of trouble, he shall hide me. In his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle, shall he hide me. Now shall my head be lifted up. Now shall my head be lifted up. Lift up your heads, oh ye gates, be lifted up. Everlasting doors and the King of glory. Yes, sir. King of glory. The King of glory. The King of glory. Oh, 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 oh. The King of glory. King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. He is the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts. The Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord of the fleet of angels. He is the King he is the king today i ripped the page literally out of the studies that my wife brought home there's a prayer on here for healing of unmet needs i want to pray it today I just want you to open your heart, man. You may not know what your unmet needs were because you developed without it. You created a self that doesn't need it. But open up your heart right now. He wants to heal you now. Oh. You are the healer. You are the healer. You make everything better. Everything better. I want to pray today. That the same key we was in? You can go to it right now. I want to pray. I want you all to repeat. Yeah. 
I pray this prayer? Yeah, right there. You are the healer. You are the healer. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.